Now, Respawn, ha- have you had a chance to read the notes? Um, if by chance you mean, am I reading them now? Yes. Good. So you've read the first bit that was that is just for you. Mm-hmm. Good. I think Sin has studied them for the last <laughs> several hours, and he's. Um, that's a negative. I no, saw the beginning hasn't. part, then I started scrolling down and saw that it was multiple pages, and I said, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> Welcome to Three Titans, One Warlock, and One Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. This is going to be a show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. Plus, we'll have a few opinions thrown in there for a good measure. We also have you covered for all the latest news and information. So strap in and hold tight. Let's get on with the show. Welcome to Three Titans, a Hunter, and a Warlock. That is all. Have a nice week. No, we have to talk more than that. Dot, 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 question mark. We have our lovely combo podcast this week where we have... Three Titans, one Hunter and one Warlock. Is that right, gentlemen? <laughs> Welcome to the right. show, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. If I sound quiet, it's because we're recording early for me, but it's no big deal because I'm excited to be here for all my lovely friends. At least I'm pretending to. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he's seeing this under duress. Like there's someone holding a gun to his yeah, head. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. 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 There's, 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 there's a robotic to your voice. You're like... If it sounds like I'm quiet, it is because it's early. Here, it's either a robot or Kirk. Which one is it going to be, man? At least it's not 6 a.m. for him. Um, I remember the days when I first started podcasting, having to wake up at 6 a.m. Or more like around 7. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not fun. (laughs) It's all right. Demon has gotten up at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning to do podcasts on some days with us, man. Yeah, that was the last time that we all kind of got together. Yeah. A saint. But if anyone remembers, we've done this once before, and uh, anyone who has not listened to the other half of this show today, they are called Two Titans and a Hunter. Well, shame on you. You need to stop listening to this podcast right now and listen to their whole back catalog. No, actually, you can can just go forward and listen to this. (laughs) Night Demon's like, no, 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 you don't need to do that. No one has that much time. 2x speed and skim through it. You got this. You say that, but a lot of the people that listen to our podcast are people that listen to it while driving or on buses or things like that. So we're the perfect background music for your life. Exactly. Wait. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm comfortable being classified as elevator music. Got dishes to do? Two Titans <laughs> and a Hunter. Need to mow your lawn? Two Titans and a Hunter. Need to hear about Destiny? The Guardian Hub. We we all pretend to talk about destiny, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we have fun. We have fun doing it. Boy, you you guys are on episode. Which episode are you on? Forty seven. Forty seven. Mm-hmm. So you started a little bit before us, and we're on episode thirty nine for this one, I believe. So, um, yep, thirty nine. Are you guys still enjoying it? Are you ready to? Should we close out with this one? Both of our shows. <laughs> Actually, no. I'm, I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, uh, to, to seeing how how this goes. You know, we, we're having ups and downs and whatnot, but on the up and up, we've just been steadily climbing since we started this. And there are people um, that are specifically listening to us because 
you know, we help them out in various aspects of their life, which I won't go into detail because I wasn't given permission. But apparently we actually help people. We're not just entertaining. We're also functionally therapeutic in some mm. cases. Yeah. And some that is not in the show notes, sir. We must move on. <laughs> <laughs> you asked, man. <laughs> And I, some people I, found us because they're looking for the soundtrack to Destiny and found us instead on Spotify. So thanks, Spotify. Good job. Right? Nice. <laughs> yeah. What do we want to talk about today? Uh, let's talk about um, the 20-page show Mario notes. Kart. Yeah. We do have some show notes. We, we wanted to, um, at least I had the idea to combine um, with Two Titans and Hunter this week so we could talk about the season of Dawn and and uh, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about what we're doing in the game, and we'll talk about um, uh, some lovely links that, uh, if you've ever listened to their show, that uh, they prepare on different things that the people are talking about, such as builds, builds, and tips, and tricks, and builds. <laughs> There's a couple of builds, yeah. Two or, yeah. Two or 15. Where do you guys usually start this? Do we just start at the top? <laughs> well, I thought because you invited us into your hub for some chat on this season, I thought you know you guys could lead us with what you want to ask us. Really? Okay. And I'm actually kind of hoping that you do because when Demon's in charge, we have to read every single one of these, <laughs> right? Yeah, so we so don't we have to read everything. Of, oh, he makes us. No, we're contractually yeah. obligated to read every single billet he puts in. Bullet, sorry, he puts in here. Otherwise, we're fired. Right? So are you saying no. I might as well get to it soon, right? <laughs> no, you, no I, by I, you I, leading, you can skip a bunch of stuff, and he's got no power over you. And this ooh. feels this feels great. <laughs> Don't let him talk you into stuff. No, the reason why we put all those bullet points in is because not every guardian that comes to listen to us is a seasoned guardian, and you want to kind of cover everything that maybe the seasoned guardians know, as well as new light players that are coming in that don't know the stuff. And respawn gets bored going over the same stuff <laughs> every week. But it's something that you have it, to kind is of is it boredom do... or is it a neurotic condition to your voice repeating the same things it's... over and over again? It, it's whatever it is. You know, I do have to say, though, I I appreciate those links when I listen to your podcast because I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't have time for researching this out, who has a build on this or that, and I can listen to your podcast. I'm like, that sounds cool, and then still not have time to watch the video, <laughs> yeah. but at least I know it's out there. So I, I don't know. I've heard some interesting saying you know, like oh there's this build i'm like i gotta listen to that and then i still don't get around to it probably because i'm not as much of a youtuber i guess i get annoyed when you guys ever get annoyed you try to pull up the video and then you got the ad and then you have the person like what's yeah. up guys this is what we're going to talk about this week and then, of, then and then i'm like about, 10 and then they're going to go 10 minutes of their sponsors five minutes of what they're going to flog you before they get to the actual two second part of the glitch which is why we like cheese forever a lot because i was just saying that, that. True. yes to the chase hey he's been a guest on your show and um we know we know him well also and i'm in his discord he's he has some good videos that just get right to the point like you said mm. yeah, and that's what you perfect. really want yeah mm. so it sounds like it's short and sweet like a rice crispy treat yes all right, I'm done. I'll be back later. <laughs> you know, really quick, just in case anyone has 
I'm, I'm sure you guys talked about it at the beginning or whatever, but what kind of got you guys interested in starting your podcast? What got it off the ground? I know you've talked about it before, but I don't really remember top of mind myself. It was it was mainly based on the fact that where we had a band chat with our clan and there was a few of us sort of posting videos constantly daily going, have you seen this? Have you checked this out? You know, is that there's a link to a Reddit thing that you can do this. There's a glitch here. There's a cheese here. And it was really helping out the clan. And, and then I was talking with parody and we were like this. I think there's a lot of people that don't follow these kind of don't follow the YouTubers that we follow. There's the Reddit links and maybe a podcast is one way of getting across the message to more people so that they all can enjoy the game, you know, and have that little bit of extra fun with knowing that they're getting away with something like a, a glitch or a cheese or, a, or even a build that works really, really well. And that, I think that's where the idea came from. And then we just added respawn to it. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying he's the comedic the comedy element, whatever. I don't know. My words aren't coming out. Um, <laughs> I'd say he, he has an opinion. It's not necessarily the right opinion. Oh, what? Oh. <laughs> but he has an opinion that a lot of people um, kind Fuck of... You. Yeah, the, the, he, I think he speaks for a mass of guardians. Or speaks to a mass of guardians. You know, your show has a very catchy title name, but do you ever regret that it's not one height? One of each, one Titan, one Hunter, one Warlock. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't, honestly, because I think it, it adds, I think the title itself adds a comedic element to the it show, does, right? Yeah. So it's like a 2v1 kind of a thing, you know, and here I am always trying to defend myself against these overwhelming Titans, and, you know, I mean, I think it's entertaining. I'm glad to be here as a Warlock today. I mean, uh, I, I main a Warlock, and and I'll let you know, Hunter is my second favorite character. So <laughs> screw those Titans. <laughs> Honestly, this season you got it made. Your your basic invincibility build that you got going on for the solar subclass this season. Yeah. Ooh. I do a little jealous, man. That. Yeah. A little jealous. Yeah, it's finally gotten me on solar solar more. Um when usually it's like all void all the day with Warlock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just uh, jealous of your, of your new exotic that buffs the uh the storm trance that deals more damage. That thing is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, it's, the Storm Dancer's brace. Really I got a seventh column out of it the other day, so I'm in love with it now. <laughs> it, I mean, it only works if you kill something, so it's really good against trash mobs, but it's still crap against bosses. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely not a boss killer. That's your chaos reach, but it, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. trash mobs, or if you're going to Crucible, going, hey, there's a guy there. Let me go. Let me go kill him. Go over there, grab those guys, walk into their spawn, and say, "Hi, everybody. I have tickle fingers for all of you." It's fun. I always felt like the storm trance just wasn't that strong, like in PvP especially. And I feel like this brings it to like where I kind of want it to be as a super. Yeah, yeah. Last season, Void was what it was all about generally in PvE because of um, all the builds and the, of course, the press of darkness grenades. This mm -hmm. season, I can see them really pushing the solar and and the new Warlock melee, the little solar bolts that come out when you do your melee. Um, Definitely helps in PVE. If you have some trash mobs, you can just kind of throw that first and then start your shooting and and uh, stay up in the air and do all the fun stuff for sure. So all of the fun stuff. Leave the little rifts behind when you're killing the ads and uh, 
people are, what's this? It's a little glowing thing on the ground. Should I stand in it? <laughs> it must be a trick. Mm. Yeah, and then and the blueberries don't stand in it. <laughs> Come on, guys, you could be getting a buff. <laughs> <laughs> it's a buff of something, that's for sure. Yeah, it's it's so funny to see empowering and enlightenment buff at the same time on the screen. See, I didn't know. I I didn't know that when they. I assumed it. I assumed it was two at once, but I was like, "That's that's a mini well of radiance." I don't think that Bungie would do that, but they did. They so, did. Good on you. <laughs> Yep. The 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 hunter that that new throwing knife, I tried playing with it. Uh initially the that timing thing, the the little wind up that you do, that timing was throwing me off because I'm used to it just going out there, you know? So if that was really throwing me off, but once I put on the vest, which gave me two knives about my second crucible game, I was just sticking those headshots over and over and over again. And I was an advocate that the windup was not fair because the Titans could just chuck their hammer. And I'm still kind of for that. But at the same time, you know, I get it right back if I stick that headshot and I get two knives. So it's it's actually quite nice if you haven't used it. I'm, I'm bringing it up because you said that you have a hunter for your second class. And mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, if you haven't tried it, you should. It's fun. Right on. So it's sin. Oh, I'm enjoying it. I've gotten uh, pretty well caught up uh, recently. I got my prospector catalyst this past week. I got that. Um, I finished that. Upgraded it. I got um, Lord of Wolves catalyst to drop. I've been working on that. Almost done. I did get the um, the pinnacle or the ritual weapon for the strikes done. That one. There are a lot of people in the community saying that it is pretty easy. It is absolutely easy compared to last season um you know i didn't realize that the symmetry catalyst i had to pick up from banshee with all the strikes that i've been playing i could have made a little bit more progress on that uh because it counts you have to do 400 either strikes gambit or crucible matches or sundial activities to progress it yeah. and it's a lot so you do one and it's only progressing it by one so it is a is a little bit more grind but all you do is have to play it to progress that part of the uh, quest um i think what else did a little bit of raiding last night, uh, but otherwise been enjoying the season. There is a lot there. It's not as much as uh, when Shadowkeep dropped, but there is a lot there when you when you bring in the obelisks and having to upgrade those. Uh, if you're chasing the titles, uh, that that is going to be a little bit of a grind because you got to upgrade each obelisk up to a level ten. Hmm. Sin, do you feel? And I kind of want to get everyone's opinion. Do you feel? Like, and I know it's early to say, but so far you're happy with, with what we have. Is it worth the $10? Yada, yada. Um, I already spent the money at the beginning anyway. Yeah, that's what so, I was going to say. Well, yeah, or the, or what was it? The averaged uh, $5 or $2 that you'd pay for the deluxe edition over the year for each season. I don't remember what the other amount was, but I think it saved a few bucks if you got it up front. Uh, versus having to pay for each Not season. Not a lot. It was only like 5 or $10 over the whole year you saved. But And really, the only difference is the uh, the reward track. You get the bottom reward track. So that's really the only difference that you're getting. Um, for me, I think it's worth it because it adds a little bit more reward level to it. And it's only 10 bucks. Honestly, this year, it will end up being cheaper than the prior years. So to me, it's worth it. Actually, really quick on that point, mine had a glitch where, for whatever reason, when Shadowkeep came out, I'm like, I'm just going to buy the normal edition and then I'll pay the $10 per season. I don't know why I felt like doing it this way this time because, you know, who am I kidding? I'm going to I'm gonna get them all. 
but mm. uh, I, I just decided to do it that way. And then, um, but for whatever reason, this season already got paid for. Like I didn't order the deluxe. I keep looking at my season pass and this season is paid for. And the next season it says I don't own. And so I'm going to have to start doing the $10 next season. So that's really weird. I'm wondering if you did that because you got shadow keep two places and they count you two places. Two oh, yes. So it adds two seasons. Interesting Season tracks, which if that's the case, that means it might be better just to buy. If they do the same concept next year, you buy your two places that you're going to play the main DLC and then only pay for the um, pay for the uh, whatever it is, the uh, seasonal pass for the two seasons you don't get. I'm assuming that's what happened in your instance. Yeah, I suppose. I think they did say, didn't they, if you purchase Shadowkeep uh, initially, you got uh, a season pass free with Shadowkeep. So that's probably where you've now paid the extra 10. And it's got, it shuffles it across, you know, yeah. more one. So I just didn't know it shuffled it out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, we can get into all our, our thoughts about the new season so far. But I think I think things are pretty good. I, I hope um, I hope we... Uh, um, stay uh, interested enough with this season i i would always be okay with paying even more money and getting more content hmm. but uh so far i feel like um this year three of uh destiny 2 is no worse than year three of destiny one so <laughs> that's a plus <laughs> so i mean yeah. i really enjoy i enjoyed last season last season was really good i think we could have done with a couple more weeks on it because there was a lot of grinding towards the end to get that season <laughs> badge and the unbroken is it? No, it was un- undying. undying. That was it. So, and... quick question. I'm sorry. Yes. You guys are speaking in a lot I'm of not sorry here. You know, do you want to specify? You know, a, a specific thing that you do like about the season, like, like how do you feel about the the new the new spire activity? You know, is it good? I is it bad? Is it talk about that. expansive I'm enough? Just, I mean, I'm trying to give our 10 mile overview and then. And then give us a preview of what we want to talk about. Then we yeah, shrink it down and stuff it in a plastic bag and then throw it to the bottom of the sea. Yeah, yes. you, guess what? You, you can ignore his show notes and just listen to the on-the-fly Kingsley show notes. <laughs> I mean, I'm a fan. <laughs> Everything he says sounds good to me. Anyways, yeah, we do like to talk about what we're working on. And since this week it's the new stuff, why don't we start with... Instead of you, Parody, how are you feeling? (laughs) 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 See, you'll start with me, but it will still be him in about three three to 30 seconds anyway. The new stuff I'm digging, I finished finished my Vanguard sidearm weapon. Yeah, it it took about like eight or nine strikes to do. It was so much mercilessly less of a grind because I just don't enjoy running strikes. I don't. I, I did the Undying last season. I did my five trillion strikes in Nightfalls. I don't enjoy it. I got the gun. I've picked it up from Zavala. I haven't actually used it yet. Um, I'm about halfway through the Gambit one, and I've been running around with my Arbalest like everyone else in Crucible. I appreciate them turning the Crucible meta into just absurd nonsense with these linear fusion rifles. Where, yeah, you have a bunch of people out just playing regular Crucible, and they're mopping the floor with the rest of us. But I appreciate that it's, you know, a large number of people out there with their Arbalest and linear fusion rifles trying to get these kills done. And I don't feel like it's, I think it's a hundred, like it's 125 kills with it and 25 headshots or something like that. Like it's not an insurmountable number. I appreciate too. The Vanguard one wasn't an insurmountable. It wasn't run 90 strikes. It was 
you know, get these kills. It was all kill based. It wasn't run all of these things. And I like the way they did it this year because I really enjoy grinding for these ritual weapons. And I like that they're a little more obtainable so I can sort of get these done or at least, you know, work on these as I went into the season without having to then spend the last, you know, two weeks of the, of the season just doing whatever activity I have left. I've really enjoyed that. I've enjoyed the sundial. I've played it about two or three times. I want to jump back into it, but I just haven't had the time to do that. And I, I like the obelisk. I like the, that it's just, it, it's just more, more to the game. And I'm, and I really appreciate the Vex offensive going away. I'm glad there was something that they've taken away and I don't have to think about it anymore. And now I can focus on the new stuff. So I appreciate that changeover as well. So yeah, I've, I've been really enjoying it. I just, it's, it's something new. It's something fresh, but also I can play the same things that I've been doing, you know, day in and day out. I've been, play, been playing, playing a lot of group, uh, crucible and gambit just to, you know, work on those weapons and I'm really enjoying those grinds. So yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. And yeah, it's, it's, it's worth it. You know, I did the same thing. I got the season pass for all three seasons cause I knew I was going to pay for them anyway. Might as well do it up front. Yeah, it was definitely it's definitely been worth it to me. Yeah, so plus so far, Night Demon. Uh, what have you been working on so far, or impressed with in the game? I'm just impressed with the whole thing. I just I just love the game so much. I you know it's just there's always so much to do, and like I'm always saying, for the average player, there's enough to keep you going for the three months. And I think for the players that over you know do the do everything maybe towards the end of it you'll be just trying to do other extra little bits like i think that's where i get to is that i'll i'll rush through the whole thing to start off with because i really enjoy playing it and then i'll slowly you know work on older stuff that i need to kind of catch up on but i'm I'm loving like the obelisk that you have to upgrade those and there's certain different things that you can get from that um i like the sundial that was you know another kind of menagerie vex offensive kind of thing that we're doing and they're going to gradually change them over the weeks which is something to look forward to I, you know i i just i can't say a kind of negative thing about it really yeah and and again like we probably even haven't experienced all of us haven't experienced everything yet i mean we don't know well obviously there's some stuff that's time gated so we haven't experienced that but um <clears throat> it's not like we've run every intricacy of the new um sundial activity yet to say like okay we're we're done with this we're kind of moving on and, and that'll come at some point down the road but um well that's what i like i like that every week there is something to do and for the average player it's just enough to keep you going through the whole season and you know it's it's just it's good fun because there's there's always little things that you can kind of do with your friends there's always kind of things that you can go off and do by yourself if you put aside like the the light grind, it's it's just a game that just constantly gives and gives and gives. Very true. Respawn, uh, what have you been working on? <laughs> First of all, cue the music. Way more I don't mean to. I don't mean to interrupt you here, but uh. All right. Second of all, let me tell you, my Respawn, brother, I've got a question for you about the Vorpal weapon perk. That thing. Is monstrous on the new weapons, like legit. Earlier, we were talking about how I was farming the auto rifle, and one of you guys don't like the auto rifle, which is fine. You're entitled to be wrong. Um, but that Vorpal weapon perk, especially in PvP, is a monster. Because so you know what does how it do? I'm, I'm getting to it. So it, it does a few things, actually. One of the things that it does is you do extra damage to bosses, right? 
Um, but the thing that piques my interest is you do extra damage to guardians while in their super. So I tested it. I had a scary thunder Titan chasing me with his fist of panic and I killed him before he could get to me just using this auto rifle. And the same thing with the void knife hunter, they were chasing me and I gunned him down with this auto rifle before they could kill me. This thing is a monster against supers, right? So it's just, other than that, I think it's great. I think the sundial is a really cool idea. It's a really cool concept. They're bringing back Osiris, which is nice. Um, but I don't think there's enough levels in within the sundial. You know, I've counted what five, and then there's uh, only one boss at the end every time. There, the same boss. I think there's only three, and then three? a boss. I think. Well, you, you go into three different things, but I think there's four or five uh, options to choose from when you go into the three gates. There could I, be I, can, I can tell you that we got it down to two, me and this blueberry group that I was with. We did oh, yeah. one lot, and then the second lot, and then that was it. We were at the boss. It was very oh. quick and easy. I see. It's well, like the menagerie. You fill up the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's nice. And the fact that it's outside, it's an outside menagerie people were joking about. But it is. it feels better to be outside doing this than inside of a dark building for me it's <laughs> very specifically i get it but i mean if they just added a few more variances that you could go into you know different kind of encounters maybe one or two more bosses to choose from then i then i would have no complaints but as it stands that's the only thing that i have to complain about is is the lack of can i point you to the variance. roadmap here where we're going to yes, get different I bosses know, each week i know what you I want wanted... all the bosses the first week you are so Why greedy not? so why not? Because there's other stuff so for you to go greedy. and do. But I like doing that specifically. No, no, you've just said you've got a complaint. So I've got a complaint that go it's not more, 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 more. Go do other stuff. I like doing it, do. but I want more of it. I want differences. Well, you will in a couple of weeks. Uh, but I already paid my money. I want it now. <laughs> that's no. always the the eternal thing like yeah drop everything all at once or kind of like spread it out i i have mixed feelings myself like which one i like better i i would say <clears throat> if it's a good roadmap and we don't have to wait too terribly long the anticipation of like slowly bringing out uh, i mean a rotating boss each week is a good idea nonetheless because then you can kind of like come back even way down the road and be like, oh, which boss is it this week? It's kind of like a fun little surprise. You're like, oh, it's this boss. We got to do this mechanic or whatever. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, sometimes you're like, uh, why do we have to wait till February for, or I don't know what it is, probably sometime in January for heroic nonsense. I think but... if, you, if you're feeling like that, the best thing to do is step away from the game at this point and then come back towards the end of the season where you have everything available. You can do the whole quest in one sitting. You could you know, farm the different bosses in one sitting. You can do everything you want towards the end of the season. And then once that end of the season comes, have another break until the towards the end of the next season. Because if, you, if you're if <laughs> you somebody that consumes all of the content, like Respawn is alluding to the fact that he does, then take the break at a different point rather than take a break towards the end where you've kind of had to wait for the spacing out. Just do it in so a different rotation. Who's going to make the calendar for those people? <laughs> <laughs> not me. <laughs> I've got other things to I do. Know, if, it, if it's work, response not doing it. Yeah, no, I work enough outside of the game world. I'm not going to do it inside the game world. Crazy. Yeah. I come here to escape. 
Sin, uh, what have you been working on? I, I know we did some raids and stuff. I mean, you well, talked a little talked bit about, about you know, what yeah. you've been working on. Yeah, I talked a little bit about that earlier. Um, some pinnacle grinds or ritual grinds. I mean, other than that, you know, towards the end of last season, into this one, I've been just cleaning up on things that have been piling up. Um, other than that, you know, we're starting the season just with strikes, uh, sundial. And probably my next step is going to be grinding out more sundial activities so I can get the Mars one fully leveled. Um, because when you level the Mars one, I think that's pretty much the way you want to go now because you get an option for an extra reward uh, or an extra reward from the sundial activity by fully leveling that um, that obelisk up. So that's that's my next that's my next step. And you like working on the different catalysts. I, I I remember you mentioning something about like, oh, I have all these catalysts to work on. I need to get them done. <laughs> yeah, Prospector mentioned earlier is done. Uh, more than halfway done. The Lord of Wolves. That's at that point. Yeah, that's a new one, right? Yep, that one. Um, I got Black Talon to drop. Um, you and I did some EP the other day for the World Line Zero catalyst, where you have to um, hit each of the EP bosses. So that's a multiple week rotation uh, to get that master worked or the catalyst uh, fully built up. So I'm trying to remember if there was any other ones in particular that I was working on. I had some ones from from the past couple of years that I haven't really finished, like Acreus, Borealis. Um, those I haven't finished. Vigilance Wing is probably one that I would like to work on because I think that fully make, makes it fully automatic, which apparently is pretty good in Crucible. I, I have that. And it's normally the fully automatic increases the, the 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 kill rate, and I don't feel that with it. So I mean, I'm not telling you not to get it, but I'm I'm just trying to curb your expectations. It's not going to be as great as maybe you're hoping. And I probably won't use it that often because I find myself using the same stuff over and over once I get comfortable with a certain set of weapons. And I only switch them out in certain circumstances, uh, like last night, Riven using Prospector, or if I need to switch it out, like right now, I haven't really used Lord of Wolves much, but I've been using it a lot recently just for the simple fact that I can upgrade the uh, Catalyst. So I probably won't use it as much. I probably will stick with my Bygones loadout and Crucible, to be honest with you, <laughs> but at least I'll have it done. Did you guys know all these new Catalysts were dropping? Like ahead yes. of time? Yes. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, well, there's the answer. So it was announced. Uh, they mentioned new catalyst, but I don't know if they mentioned each one or yeah, if they did, I it was, wasn't in the twelve. Yeah, no, I was shocked. I think it was Friday. Friday. No, Thursday. Thursday was the first day I was able to get on in the last couple of weeks. And I got the the sword that you were just talking about, the freaking Black um, Talon. Black Talon and the Lord of Wolves within two matches of Crucible. And I was like, "What? You know, I didn't even—I didn't even know that those were a thing. Much less how easy it was to get. I mean, I got one. Two matches later, I got the other one. And it's just—I love it. It's great. This is this is how it should have been all along. Well, then well, I'm sure you also love the exotic change. Talk about how easy it is to get the exotics you don't have yet. Now that we have a punch out list. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. You know. Which, but it's still not going to work for the raid, which is no, my yeah. only real big complaint. <laughs> Everything except the quest-based ones or the or the raid-based ones, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Divinity was a little nicer because it was quest-based, and they did increase the drop rate, I believe, of what Anarchy or yeah, I think it was Anarchy went from, yeah, I, went from I, like I, five I, to ten percent. 
I, I mean, it's still, still <laughs> it's still yeah, one out of ten. You, you can still run it fifty times and still not get it, but there's always hope. Right now, I haven't played Scourge since the updates, uh, but we played uh, Last Wish last night, and I don't know if we've really touched much on this yet. But with the way they made these changes to Super Regen and uh, you can't use the automatic reload, cheesing Riven is much harder now than it ever was. I don't think I've ever completed it the last two attempts with Last Wish using cheese. So it's probably going to force me to to start using the legit legit method of clearing Riven. It, it is harder, but you can still totally cheese it. Uh, and this is how you do it if you don't know. You put a Titan Bubble in the back. And then you put a Warlock Well in the front. And then you get uh, your grenade launchers as usual, your Prospector, your Love and Death with the Spike Grenades, Full Court, etc. And you start off in the Titan Bubble, you walk up to the well, you empty everything, and then you can still cheese Riven that way. But you have to have a bubble now. It's not just the well anymore. I thought they didn't stack, though. Um, they do. They they don't stack, but the, we- the Weapons of Light gives you from the bubble, and the well gives you the protection. Uh, but the one doesn't last forever though, you know, and then the well with the Luna faction boots does increase your reload speed with the grenades. That's mainly why you use the well is that reload speed. I suppose you can still use a Titan barricade as well, just to speed up the reload. Uh, I'm sure you could, but that's a lot of people slinging grenades, hiding behind one little barricade. (laughs) No, but you only have to walk up near it. Don't you now? I don't know. Yeah. It's not yeah, something I'm willing to try, though. I'd rather have a big well with a tiny little solid object in the middle <laughs> that you have to avoid than everybody trying to squish behind a little barricade. Personal opinion. Not that we would ever blow each other up with grenades or rockets or anything near your objects. Um, isn't that in the frozen people. bylaws? Uh, it's the only law. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Hey, we have a late breaking question for Sin that came in over the line. <laughs> Sin, are you for or against the additional 10 light level? Should we say who this question I, came from? I well, see it. It's from it Respawn. Was, it, it was while he was talking about it. It's not late. You just saw it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So I am, I am not against it. I think it adds another layer to the season. Do I think they need it? No, I don't think they need it, especially with the way they're doing the artifact. I talked about this in one of the previous podcasts for the simple fact that the artifact gives you an artificial reset to the season. It gives you an artificial reset to power, giving you a reason to grind. Very similar to the way that Diablo allows you to reset your character and grind out a season every time it resets its season. I think it's nice to have... So I'm not going to, I don't complain about it. I don't think it was necessarily needed, but I think if they didn't put it in there, it probably, probably would have been some backlash from the community. So I I think it's nice to have, so I'm not going to complain. All right. I just, I thought it was ultimately pointless because of the artifact, you know, the artifact is going to give you any and all reason to grind. You didn't need an extra 10 light level for no reason right. making all the pinnacle gear that you got last season completely pointless you know i mean so, not completely pointless because if you were already at 60 guess what you're still at 60 and now you get to start your pinnacle gear immediately but i don't know i it, it gave me a bad taste when they were doing it well i think for me because there's i didn't reach the artifact level to give me a plus 20 because i know there was a uh, triumph for it i did reach over 100 levels for the seasonal rank 
But for the amount of grinding that I was able to do, you know, I did complete the Undying title. I was able to get, you know, I, I couldn't get all the way up to my pinnacle 960 at that point. So for me, it's nice because it gives you, it raises your baseline if you're not able to grind out the artifact in um, the short time for the season. Because it does take a while, um, it seems like, as it gets up into the higher numbers for you to get a plus one to power. So I think it's nice for me personally because it helps the baseline and I'm not complaining about it, but I don't think they necessarily needed it. But I, I do see the reason behind it. All right. Well, Respawn, do you think it would have been better doing no power level increase at all or or one of the people that think it should have done like another 50? I honestly think no power level increase would have been fine because, again, that's what we have the artifact for. The artifact is the power grind and it resets every season. Them doing that is just... I, I think it's playing to people's habitual desire to go up in, in light level, right? Because people are used to, oh, we're going to go up another 50 light or 20 light or 10 light or whatever, right? So people are used to it. So I guess Bungie was afraid to take it away, even though it's not needed. The artifact is our is our grind every week. And I think it was a great idea that they did that. And I don't like having to go up and up and up on light level every season. To me, it's just annoying. It's an annoying thing that I have to do because game says I have to do it. I think light is an arbitrary number. It doesn't help unless you're under light. When you're over light, it's it's pointless. You know, you don't do any more damage to a monster than like times X or whatever, right? 1.5 or something like that. I can't remember the exact number. Somebody's going to call me out. It's fine. But yeah, once you reach a certain point, your light level is literally pointless, and I don't like it. So yeah, I I do. I uh, I also feel like on a separate point, the artifact, which I like overall, it certainly is annoying once it has reset. I've noticed these first couple of weeks. Well, it's only been a week so far, but I've noticed when we hopped back into the Garden Salvation raid, I was I felt five percent more squishy, like you know. A little bit harder getting things done that's not a big deal if you know how to position yourself and, and whatnot but it's like why do these activities have to be the high level activities have to be just a little teeny bit harder for a few weeks when i already got to that level you know mm -hmm. the end of yep now you got to do that whole grind all over again i, I was uh, i was uh 966 ish uh last last season at the end and um, i didn't grind too much and then you know, I was doing the, the garden raid and I was like in the upper 950s. I'm like, boy, I got to at least try to get to like 961 again to get over that delta point. And then that did seem to help when I got my equipment leveled up to there. But I was seeing people like around like 951 or higher. And, and I'm like, oh, I wonder, I wonder if that's why they're dying a little bit more easier when we were trying to do the raid. Um, I don't know. What was the highest light you saw last week or last season? I think the highest I saw was 991. And I was just like, wow, do you do anything outside of Destiny 2? Let's be honest here. Yeah, I didn't see any of those personally myself. I've heard of those. I think the only ones I've seen are like in the 980s. That's still pretty high, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think 984, 985 was the closest thing I saw during Iron Banner weeks. I know a couple of folks got to the 999, not that it did them much good, but yeah, honestly above, I mean, again, unless you're doing super high level activities, I don't really see the point in maxing your light level out, you know, to the absolute positively highest level. Like, yeah, you're a little bit higher, you're a little bit stronger, but 
um, again, I mean, I guess the rage will help you out some. The nine eighty nine falls will help you out some, but beyond that, I don't see the point in doing it. And since you brought up Iron Banner, um, that one that one thing Iron Banner had where you had to kill people higher light than you. I'm not. I'm. I'm definitely not the highest light level. I'm. I don't even know what I was. I think I was high nine seventies, low nine eighties, something like that. But I couldn't complete that quest. I couldn't do it. You know. I think the highest I got was like forty percent complete on that quest because it's just like nobody was higher light level than me. Maybe they were swapping to bet. I don't. I don't know what then the reason drop was. Drop your light level a couple points, and then it'll be much easier. Damn it. <laughs> If you're um, one of the highest light level people, just yeah, drop your light level, you know, five or six points, and then you'll have a lot more people to kill. You know, now that you say it, it seems so obvious. <laughs> uh, so disregard that whole thing that I just got. Well, welcome back to uh, Destiny New Light Player. No one responds in real life. This is the second week in the game. Yeah, What's but I banner? I'm always looking forward. I don't I don't ever look back. I've already I've already crossed that light threshold. Why would I go back? Because you have a thing to do for it. Oh, well, I guess that's the reason why, huh? Or you need to get good and find other highlight people to kill. Maybe they killed you instead. Yeah, well, a good scrub. I guess that might also be a thing. Also, I hate you. Just saying. So, do you all think there's still a chance. I mean, I have an opinion myself, but there's still rumors going around that we might get trials this season or the end of the season. Who who has well, an opinion on that? The card's already been leaked, so I think it's a little more than a rumor. So are you are you just are you asking about this season specifically, or was it was it actually thoughts? leaked, or was yeah. it the fake the fake Bungie account? Because there are a lot of accounts that say Bungie is the name, but the actual Twitter name is gibberish. Was it actually leaked, or was it one of these? Someone trying to be funny again. Things. I just watched one of the YouTubers talking about it, so I don't. I I, I must be true. Opinion at it. And yeah, it must be true. true. Yeah, well, yeah. Because I saw on Twitter a screenshot. You know, someone had of the card, and you know the name was Bungie with Bungie's little Twitter icon, but then the you know the at name was just like gibberish letters. So, I don't There's know. a lot of things that could be going on here. I mean, I doubt this is the reason, but you know, Bungie could be putting something in the game to just trick us but that would be the worst reason because then they'd be get us get all our hopes up and and we're upset when they're like oh it's not ready for three more seasons or whatever but i did see a couple streamers have a video it looked legit they could have photoshopped it it said something like beta placement placeholder card and it showed the the thing that looked like trials and it was when they were in uh, orbit after the game but I oh, feel yeah, like I, I feel like um, you know how like the and I'm sure you guys go over this in in your show all the little uh, developer commentary that you know yeah. the shackle shotgun puts together <laughs> and um, I thought there was one and I can't find it anymore but that's was basically hinting that um, they're still working on Crucible a lot and they said in no small words that trials will not be ready this season. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They said. Yeah. I, was, I know that was part of the roundup last week. I don't remember if it was uh, Cosmo or DMG basically saying, you know, we're working on PvP, you know, and pointing out here's the small things we're doing, cycling the maps, bringing elimination back, bringing Crucible Labs back. But they're like, you know, it's, you know, trials, you know, capital T trials will not be ready this season. And, and I know people have said a lot of things where they say, you know, trials of Osiris is not coming back or trials of the nine, you know, those are two 
technically two different game types. So people are saying, oh, they're not saying this one's coming back. So maybe that means the other one's coming back. You know, the 3v3 versus the 3v4. I'm sorry, versus the 4v4. So I think it's I think it's on their map to bring back, but I think they're again not rushing it because yeah, we, we've look, seen with all like all the issues with Season of Dawn. If they don't get this, you know, in the eyes of the streamer folks, absolutely perfect, then it's just going to be you know people just to be screaming at them for more things. So I think they're taking their time with it, and it will come back eventually. But I wouldn't expect to see it until next season or next year, until they actually you know yeah, they brought elimination back. So that's basically trial of life. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So yeah, in the game. Yeah, so that's in the game now. So once they see how that plays in the sandbox we have, I think the next phase is to bring trial back once they, they have enough data on the elimination that they're going to keep. I just feel like it, it's better to um, not get our hopes up too much. And then if it's somehow they, they're like, ha-ha, we are bringing it in this season. I mean, well, people can say, yeah, we knew that all along because we saw the placeholder card. But I don't know. I think we have to slightly more trust the words that they said it's not ready this season and don't get our hopes up just in case. Absolutely. And it's, it's just like with the, you know, the, the data miners found that, you know, machine guns were coming into destiny one or whatever, and that took an extra like what year or two for them to actually hit the game. So yeah, there may be pieces in the game, but it doesn't mean, you know, the thing they're for is anywhere near ready. Yeah. I miss it though. I was bad at it, but it was fun. All right. Well, if you guys don't mind, can we uh, talk about some upcoming things that are happening? And I want to pass this over to Night Demon for a second. If you want to start going through, um, at least for a few minutes, some cool uh, builds or links that you have, I would that'd be much appreciated. Okay, so I've got a lot of videos and a lot of guides and builds for you. I know this is the first week, but there's a lot to cover. There's a lot of stuff that's happened that some of the things may be patched. Some of the things might not be patched. So bear with me. If we know they're patched, I will say that, you know, it's, it's covered. But to start us off, uh, the first one this week is for Planet Destiny. It's a Season of Dawn guide. The Black Link guides you through how to unlock the sundial, how it works, and what rewards you can get from it. He also goes through how to start the Osiris quest and how to unlock the obelisks in the world and how they work as well. So that's a pretty good video to watch if you're starting out. Also, Planet Destiny has the 15 Vex chronometric scrap locations. Now, this is part of the Osiris quest. So they have a full location guide for all 15 of these chronometric scraps, the Vex transformers, for the Osiris and St. 14 quest, an impossible task. And there are five scraps in each location, Mercury, Nessus and Io, for now anyway. Then we have a video by Yor, who has is asking the question, what is charged with light? And he breaks down in his video uh, how to unlock the new mods for the new season's armor and what these new mods actually do. So he shows you how to use them as well. These are the ones where if you go to the obelisks, you'll see that you can, once you've upgraded your obelisk, you can purchase new ones with affinities. They'll buff your light in some way, but some of them have a negative effect on your stats to compensate. So there are things that you can play around with. And he's kind of got a little guide to get you involved and how it kind of works to start you off. So now that there are a few new exotic catalysts dropping from the world, I thought it'd be good to include another couple of videos by Astacross, who goes over the Lord of Wolves shotgun and the Black Talon sword 
with these masterworks and he goes over the catalyst benefits for both weapons for pvp and pve and the differences between the pc and the console usage so i thought that'd be quite interesting to see these aren't just the only two that are dropping so far but these are the ones that he's covered at the moment then we get into some really cool builds. So MTash has an unlimited ammo grenade launcher build. With this build, you can have a good combo of an amazing area of an effect and overall DPS for your team. And it's a great build for anyone that's just starting out as there are no super rare exotics or perks needed and it's relatively easy to put together and use. So unlimited grenades and grenade launcher ammo and basically never running out of ammo. And this build is very good on Titan, which he shows you in his video, but you can tweak it to work with Hunter or Warlock. And he does have a higher DPS version later on in the video if you do watch it. It's about six and a half minutes in. So yeah, it goes over what you need to put this build together and looks really good fun to play with. Then Fallout Plays has taken the time to go through all the changes to all the classes in the most recent update 2.7.0, starting with the Titans and then the Hunter. Uh, there's a, probably a Warlock video that's going to follow on shortly. He hasn't put it up as yet, but when he does, I will link it in the show notes so that we've got all three there together. So he goes over all the subclass changes. So not just the solar ones for each class. He goes up all the tweaks and the changes. So it's, that's what's really good about these videos. And he shows you the before and after the patch with video footage. He shows you damage numbers, ranges and timing. So it's they're a really good watch, you know, if you want to see what's good in not just the solar subclass. Then Cheese Forever, and I think this is building on the MTash video, explains how to stack your reserve mods. And he's tested Year 2 armor and the Shadowkeep armor with mods to find out how you can get your own hybrid builds. So that's worth a watch if you're kind of looking to stack your reserve ammo um, and just be a monster with like grenade launchers at the moment seem to be very popular he also has a game breaking heavy ammo pvp and pve exploit now this is very very broken and it will be fixed as soon as possible it's not fixed at the moment so every time that you pick up a special brick of ammo you'll receive one heavy ammo now to achieve this you need a linear fusion rifle in your heavy slot but you also need fusion rifle scavenger and linear fusion rifle scavenger mods on your gear and the heavy linear fusion rifle equipped in your heavy slot so you can imagine this in pvp every time you pick up a, a green brick you're getting one ammo for your heavy also added so this is why this is kind of game breaking at the moment also don't forget you can pick up a powerful reward engram online and cheese forever has a video of how to go to the bungee rewards and takes you through step by step of how to do that and then that probably be sent to your postmaster cheese also has another couple of good videos uh, one is a one second dodge hybrid build so with all the changes to the mods and the cooldowns cheese tests what mods will stack and what you can use the hybrid year two armor to boost your other stats with so that's quite a good one that's quite an in-depth guide now this is the one that has been patched but i thought it'd be interesting to include what had actually happened at the beginning of the week so Cheese shows you what's happened with the newly disabled Dynamo mods. And so if you've been wondering why these mods aren't working for you, this is why. So Cheese shows you what was possible with these mods being stacked and being able to get your super literally within seconds. So Cheese has also got a really good solo guide for all classes to how to get the Telesto Catalyst. Now this is in the 
uh, eater of worlds raid on the leviathan and he shows you how to do how to kind of bypass a checkpoint area on each class so it's achievable with three characters each week if you need to get to it to get to the hidden chest that can drop the catalyst and it also has the possibility of dropping the year one exotic so if you're still chasing a couple of year one exotics and don't want to kind of use your exotic engrams with Zer, or you're a new player this would be a you know a good way to get year one exotics from so next we have cool guy has a rusted lands pvp map guide now with rusted lands coming back from destiny one cool guy goes over some tips to help you succeed in this new destiny 2 map and he covers angles positions the flow of the map hard counters which should kind of help new and experienced guardians because it's a returning map you know there are a few tweaks and changes to how it will play but you know experienced guardians will probably stick to what they know but it's it's still worth a watch because this guy really knows what he's talking about saying that cool guy also has a way of the sharpshooter build guide i was really impressed with this, watching this video as it made me excited to go and play on my hunter um, so this is using the bottom tree gunslinger way of the sharpshooter and using the new heavy throwing knife and in his in-depth breakdown cool guy goes over exactly what's going on within the skill tree for the pve and pvp he covers damage numbers range as well as mouse and keyboard versus controller he also has a few tips and tricks on how to use the new heavy throw knife which is what i'm quite excited to go and try out myself i haven't had a chance as yet plunder the booty has the best grenade launcher video out there now this is um the new grenade launcher that you can get from doing the obelisks and the sundial it's called martyr's retribution and he honestly believes this special one-shot grenade launcher is the best in the game right now because it has kind of so much utility um, it's also a brand new archetype which i was unaware of so i'm quite excited to go and see if i can get this as well and he says it brings a refreshing new way to play destiny 2 um, he covers the perks the, and the utilities for the best roles uh, for this weapon moving forward because he says it's going to be huge in certain builds that he's putting together so make sure that you kind of get this one if you want to kind of follow some of his builds saying that we do have one of his builds which is the best pve titan build and he goes over what he thinks is the best titan pve build for season of dawn so far anyway this build revolves around bottom tree sunbreaker which basically gives you unlimited ability spam unlimited sunspots and a ton of super and basically a 20 percent damage buff for you and your entire fire team throughout an entire activity that your fire team is playing so that alone makes this build absolutely amazing he does say to try and make sure that you pay attention to everything because there are a lot of moving parts to this build to make it work so well now this build looks amazing. Plunder the Booty has got an insane Warlock build for unlimited grenades, melee and supers, much like the Titan build. I, I, I can't wait to use it. But this is built for the Top Tree Dawnblade. You're basically a sun god and you have infinite grenades, uh, melee and basically infinite supers. So you also get to fly and hover above the sky and just throw down unlimited melees, grenades uh, and supers. It's, it's a, it looks absolutely amazing. It's really worth going to play with this. So what you need for this is the Warlock Exotic Gauntlets, the Sunbracers. And they give you extended burn on your solar grenades and your melee kills restore the the, the grenades. So with the new Warlock melee ability where you can throw out those three bolts of melee at a range it counts as a, a melee ability much like the throwing knife and the throwing hammer and um then the, the void 
bomb things that you can throw out as well. So you can basically chain grenades and melees to your heart's content, and then that will just keep building up your supers as fast as you can. And yeah, this is another one that's it's just going to be nutty for any PvE content. So with all that said, we have three guides on how to get the new ritual weapons easily by Jarv. And he goes over the easy Komodo 4SR, which is the linear fusion rifle, the Python, which is the shotgun, and the buzzard, which is the sidearm. He goes over what's kind of, I mean, it's, it's just kind of tips and tricks to kind of speed up how to get them quicker. Although it's quicker to get this season's ritual weapons than it was last season's, there are a few kind of tips and tricks that you can kind of work to in your favor, basically, to get these a bit quicker. So they're worth a watch. And there's three different videos for that. Deicide has the old fashioned hand cannon, which has returned. So this was a year one hand cannon with fixed rolls. And now it's come back as a, a weapon that you can have re-rolled. He goes over the old-fashioned hand cannon with a PvP review designed to give you all the necessary information to decide if this is really the best kinetic Destiny 2 hand cannon for you. Of all the different rates of hand cannons and options that you had, the old-fashioned masterwork for range might be the one that wrecks in PvP. He says this hand cannon will work particularly well on all characters, including warlocks, titans and hunters, and one perk alone can make or break the hand cannon and make you decide whether this is the gun for you or not so watch the video because he's got quite a few tips and tricks he goes over the damage numbers ranges and and things like that as he normally does but it if you're a hand cannon enthusiast like a lot of people are these days this might be one for you and that's it that's all the um, tips tricks guides and builds for this week there are a lot more out there there's a couple that i haven't been able to cover this week um hopefully i will be able to include them next week because i think i'm bombarding people with way too much at the moment so now that we've listened to the builds <laughs> um well, let's, let's at least let's I'm, I'm curious what you guys uh are we looking forward to season of dawn they had a little trailer that came out did anyone watch that yes uh, um it seemed uh, a lot like last year's <laughs> season of dawn <laughs> so yeah how much information <laughs> would you like on it we, we have all the information we don't what have all the information. Oh, oh you have all the information. I, I see it in this document. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to bake cookies. They're going to be delicious cookies. But no sparrows, right? Well, there is there a sparrow. <laughs> no sparrow uh, racing. There's a polar no. bear sparrow. That, that see, might be enough for me I, to, I, to give up my... I'm going to bounce out for a little bit. Because, my little baby because... sparrow. Because I, I purposely don't look at that stuff so people can get my initial reaction. And then you guys are like telling me what's coming. Now they're not going to get my initial reactions. Like, man. And no one will be upset about that. You're on Everybody's a podcast that discusses stuff like this. Right. All, there's also an emote where you take an exotic engram and then you slice it down into a slice of bread. And I might need to have that forever as well to, to, to go with the otter dance. Because then I can otter dance with my slice of bread. If I only have the bread in one hand and the chicken in the other hand, I could otter oh dance my God. a sandwich. You can, can't you? No, wait. Yes. No, you one, can't. Oh, my God. No, no, no. No, no. because the, the otter dance is legendary. You can't have two exotics going at once. But, yeah, you can have a legendary and an exotic going at once. I didn't even think about that. Clapping with the bread. Should we go through what we kind of know for Season of Dawn? Sure. And the dawning. So, along with the cold weather, Eva Lavante is returning to the tower. And as you'll be asked to bake cookies for your favorite and less than favorite vendors in our solar system. And this begins at 9 a.m. Pacific time, 
midday in Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. in the UK on the 17th of December 2019, and 4 a.m. in Oz on the 18th. And it ends the following month on the 14th of January 2020. And that is reset time, 9 a.m. Pacific, blah, blah, blah. So all of Eva's ingredients and cookies will return from last year's event. They've also added new ingredients for recipes and made some improvements to the baking process. For each batch of cookies delivered, you'll gain progress towards bounties and rewards for some seasonal cheer. So just like the Festival of the Lost, New Light players will need to ensure that they meet the following requirements before they can participate in the dawning festivities. So you've got to escape the Cosmodrome to unlock the tower and achieve power 770. That's all you've got to kind of do. Shouldn't be too bad. Should have done it already, <laughs> I hope, unless you've just picked up the game. Or you're going to pick it up at Christmas. True. In... Ooh. But oh, then you might not burned! Be you might not be listening to either one of these podcasts, so you don't know. They might be gearing up, listening to us for the game that they're anticipating on getting. Don't assume okay. people's. Uh, yeah. No, okay. stop it. So All they have this to do year, is gain, gain twenty light and, and leave the Cosmodrome. So I assume the yeah. intro mission will get you there. This year, Eva has a new SMG for you to bake the Cold Front. And additionally, if you missed out on the perfect role for the machine gun last year, the Avalanche, it's your time to shine because both weapons will be available to earn throughout the entire event. Weekly and repeatable dawning bounties are also granting bright dust, giving you more sources of the currency for new items in the Eververse storefront. So that's quite interesting because where we had the last event, there wasn't a lot of bright dust accumulation that you could get from doing, you know, bounties and things. But they do say that one item will be available for silver only, and that's the perfect 10 finisher. And I do have a few details from last year's dawning. So last year we visited Eva Levante in the tower and she was housed over by Ikora on the west side of the tower. And this is where we collected the holiday oven to bake our homemade cookies for all the NPCs, including Zer. So this might be a thing again this year that you have to wait until Friday for Zer to show up and then bake him cookies. So do you um, think we'll need to bake the obelisks cookies as well because they're vendors now too? <laughs> does, does Osiris get cookies? Osiris probably get cookies as well. They did say they've added new ingredients, so there's going to be new stuff. So all we had to do was combine two ingredients and some essence of dawning in the oven to create the treats. And if you followed the recipes in the right way, you'd be rewarded with some lovely sweets. But if you combine them in the wrong way, you'd end up with burnt edge transits. And yes, that was actually a thing. Um, but it was part of doing the triumphs. You had to have a, at least one cookie that you burnt to get that part of the triumphs. And there were 15 recipes in all with the dozen of green, a dozen ingredients between them. So with that in mind, I've got a list of what you'll need, what you needed last year to go over with the NPCs and how to get the ingredients for them. And the ingredients were split into two groups. There was the uncommon ingredients, which dropped from specific enemy types and rare ingredients, which dropped from when you did specific things like usually killing enemies and things like that. Um, and there was also the essence of dawning, which was to be put in every recipe. But you kind of got that as a drop whilst doing kind of literally everything, patrols, strikes, so on and so forth. So you, you never really ran out of that stuff. But the uncommon dawning ingredients were ether cane, and that was kill fallen, chintin powder, which was killing hive, vex milk, killing vex, cabal oil, cabal, taken butter, taken, Dark ether canes from the scorn, 
Rare dawning ingredients and how to get them was the null tasting, which was kills with void guns, electric flavor, art guns and abilities, impossible heat, solar guns and abilities, bullet spray, which kills with the auto rifle, submachine gun or heavy machine gun, delicious explosions, which was grenades, grenade launchers or rocket launchers, sharp flavor, that was kills with swords, personal touch, which was kills with melee attacks and abilities, perfect taste, which was kills with precision shots and flash of inspiration which was generating orbs so uh, some of those ones you kind of got a lot of uh, there's a lot more weighted towards you getting them and what was quite interesting is the the more that you could kind of get and turn into these cookies to turn into the vendors the more chance that you had at there was a lot of infusion fuel that you were able to gather from them so there was the enhancement cause that i believe a lot of people were farming they found that you know if they turned in loads and loads and loads over and over and over again you could get a lot of infusion fuel so this might be something to help anybody that wants to kind of progress and you know level up their armor weapons things like that so for the next four weeks it's it's a good thing to kind of do even if you're not really bothered about it pick up the oven and just collect all the stuff and maybe do it at the end if you don't don't really care do we get to Um, throw snowballs again in the trailer it shows snowballs but i'm not sure if that's going to be i think there was one year where there was you could throw them in strikes and actually i think frosty pointed out a couple of weeks ago when we were talking to her that you could there was a score that you could get through throwing the snowballs and you could kill people or kill the um, enemies with the snowballs but then last year's one they took it out and there was just the snowballs in the tower that you could freeze people while they were just standing talking to the npcs so, um, I, yeah. I just want a crucible match where I can throw snowballs at each other. We build a snow fort and we throw snowballs back and forth. Is that <laughs> too much to ask? That. <laughs> wasn't, no, but wasn't that actually a thing once upon a time? No. The crucible? Yeah. There's a different kind. I mean, strikes no. we were throwing them at each other or in the yeah. tower. Yeah. 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 There was nothing in PvP. They had them in the, yeah, all the PvE activities. You could grab them in strikes. Or out the patrols, but there was yeah, there was nothing in the PvP maps, unfortunately. So that would have been great. Yeah, they do say that. I mean, last year, once we gave the correct amount of cookies to Zavala, Shax, Hawthorne, Amanda, Holiday, and gave gifts to eight other NPCs, you'd unlock the Dawning Cheer Exotic Sparrow. They haven't said whether that's coming back. Now that's the one that looks like the Santa Claus sleigh that you'll probably see a lot of older Guardians. Ooh, is that the one? It pooped glimmer. Yeah, it pooped glimmer. Yes. Yeah. And so it, it would only phone? work during the dawning. Uh, I pulled mine out of my collection yesterday because Blue Screen had his on. I was like, all right, all right time to be Santa Claus <laughs> driving around our sleighs. So I'm not entirely sure whether the ingredients are going to change for each NPC. I'm guessing they probably won't change them too much. It'll probably just be different ingredients to go to the new vendors or NPCs that you want to go to. So last year's ones were Zavala's Gajala Doodles, which are Ether Cane and Delicious Explosion. Shax's Vanilla Blades, which was Cabal Oil and Sharp Flavor. Uh, Hawthorne's Elskin Birdseed, which was Ether Cane and Personal Touch. Amanda Holiday's Chocolate Ship Cookies, which was Cabal Oil and Null Taste. Ikora's Traveller Donut Holes, which was Cabal Oil and a Flash of Inspiration. The Drifter's Dark Chocolate Moats, which was Taken Butter and Null Taste. Banshee 44's Telemetry Tapioca, which was Vex Milk and Bullet Spray. Zer had strange cookies, which was taken butter and electric flavor. Devram K had gentleman's shortbread, which was ether cane and perfect taste. Sloan had alkaline drag 
cookies, which was chitin powder and bullet spray. Failsafe had uh, infinite forest cakes, which was vex milk and impossible heat. Ash and Mir had radiolarian pudding, which was vex milk and electric flavor. Anna Bray had javelin moon cakes, which was chitin powder and sharp flavor. Oh, this this list goes on and on, and they've added more to it. Spiders candy dead ghosts, which and is dark either verbatim. I am, <laughs> and flats of inspiration because people might want to know. That's why you give them links. I'm going to. Petrovenge had ill fortune cookies, which was dark ether cane. You see, impossible you see hits. what we got to put up with? You're like, and oh, I know you guys like to read the note. No, no, we don't. No, we really, really don't. I don't know how much of me he edits out, but a lot of me is saying, stop reading so much. Bonus recipe was the Burnt Edge Transit, which was from Master Rahul, which was Cabal Oil and Personal Touch. And I will link a video for Houndish in our show notes for last year's guide. You haven't made one for this year yet? Why not? I'm not Houndish. We've been over this. Please, guys, can you at some points in Kingsley, can you get Houndish on your show and just please talk to him? Just double check. Yeah, you, but he would have to be on at the same time. <laughs> no, otherwise, he's not Canadian. He's not Canadian. He is English. He is from Birmingham, as far as I'm aware. But we seem to have a listener that is adamant that he's from Canada. And I'm like, really? no, no, no. He's definitely English. He may have been born in Canada, but he's definitely English. But the, these guys keep saying that I sound like Houndish. I sound nothing like Houndish. We don't say you sound like him. We say you are him. I'm this not Houndish. You don't know that. Your secret persona. When you get off right. the podcast, you record all your Houndish videos. <laughs> right, man. No. See? Exactly. No. His Twitter does say <laughs> Birmingham. You heard it here, folks. We have an exclusive interview <laughs> brought to you on the Guardian Hub podcast. <laughs> Houndish <laughs> is Night Demon. <laughs> you not exclusive. We've been saying that for years. <laughs> no. Yes. Yeah. So well, hopefully there's going to be a lot more bright dust for everybody to earn this stuff from Eververse this year. Yeah, and I hope there's some kind of a buff or fun little mini activity like snowballs or something that we can do in strikes to make them interesting because to me, that's the... Yeah, farming for materials, sure, but like I want to do something slightly different, something new, even if it's token stupid stuff. Like, Yeah, oh, especially if it's token stupid stuff. Yeah, like pick up a snowball in the strike and cheese it some weird way or something like that, you know? Beat a strike boss with snowballs. That's that's what I'm here for. I'm here for the absurd. It, if you're making an event, make it an event. As we're talking about stuff for next week, the upcoming events for next week, which start on the 17th of December at Reset and the 18th for Oz, are the Nessus and the ED, EDZ obelisk. They're going to be available. The Sundial boss is going to change respawn to Ozolet the Sky Piercer. The Save a Legend quest step will go live. So that's hopefully the one where we get to save yeah, but he changes. a legend. He doesn't get added. They change to him. I want to have options. I don't want to have the same boss every freaking time. It's for a week. Stop moaning. Oh. Yeah, isn't it going to be I'm a week rotation like Menagerie? Yeah, but I didn't like the way Menagerie did that either. It should be like a random boss, just like the levels are random, you know? Hey, which boss are we going to fight today? I don't know. Ha ha ha. You know? <laughs> So oh are you guys aware that there was a a bug or a glitch or something that's kind of gone down this week with regards to collecting uh, an engram, uh, an exotic engram from last season's um, season pass? So, well, yes, we were, but we should, we do need it. 
yeah it's a feature i'm surprised they yeah they've kept that in um i'm sure they were uh, are aware of it by now and they must not care that much because it's still available last time i checked i i actually uh tried doing it when people were talking about it like i didn't get it like the very first day or when people were talking about it and then like a day later it seemed like i was getting some errors and then i had to wait even longer and then i was able to get it to work but uh, yeah just remind us what you do on that again so Bungie yeah. have created a new portal for the season pass so you can access last season's pass reward track. So any items that you earned um, will be available to be claimed even if the season has ended. So hopefully this is going to be something that's going to be sticking around for a while. Now, before the season ended, I made sure that I collected everything off that season pass. So I know that I got lucky with this engram glitch that's happened. So what you need to do is uh, ensure that you have available in-game space in your inventory, at least 10 slots available especially in your postmaster because most of it goes to your postmaster you sign into the bungee.net or sign into the destiny companion app and you head to your the the screen where it says this is your season pass and above it there'll be a little button button that you can push to go on to the previous season's pass and it'll tell you what things that you missed or you can head to the bungee.net um, season previous season tab which can link in the show notes you select your platform in your character and it lists how many things that you've kind of missed. And it's given me more Vex components as well as the engram. But it gives you the level 98 engram. So if you did get to level 100 or 98, you should be able to re-pick up at least one engram for that character. Um, and it, you can check to make sure that you haven't missed other stuff on your other characters. Like I think we reminded people on our podcast a couple of weeks back. Just make sure that you could you could go back and collect all the armor from the different characters ooh, ooh, wait i missed vex components don't care <laughs> <laughs> very important keep those around till next year and they'll be no no so the good thing about this is if you've got all the other exotics in the game including the monte carlo sorry does it sin that hasn't got it or didn't have it yo he has it now sin you, he has it now. are you so happy yes i got it with the exotic engram glitch <laughs> not glitch so nice. I, when i claimed it I claimed it and it dropped automatically right on my character as Monte Carlo. So I was happy about that. Nice. So if you have all the exotics, you do have a chance of then getting one of the new three exotics for the different classes. Just make sure that you're on the right class for the right exotic. So the hunters have got the bombardiers, which is parting gifts. When dodging, it leaves behind an explosion that detonates after a short delay and damaging enemies around it. The warlocks have got the Promethean spurs which is embers of light. So while daybreak is active, defeating combatants or guardians creates a healing and empowering rift at their location. And the Titans get the severance enclosed, which is spheromatic trigger and defeating a guardian with a melee attack or a combatant with a finisher unleashes a damaging explosion. Now I managed to get the severance enclosure just as a random well drop. So I then jumped across to my hunter and picked up the, the engram to get the bombardiers for them so i'm just waiting i think if i go and visit Zer now with this exotic fated engram thing i can then pick up the last one on my warlock for this week so that's something to keep in mind because i do believe now that once you've got all the exotics in the game including all the weapons when you go and visit Zer and you pick up the fated engram or the exotic engram from him it's guaranteed to be a armor piece each week and with just random rolls so it, it may be something you want to kind of look at 
if you want to get a different role in a different flavor or different stat role, something to look at. When you get all the exotics, you get the true ending credits of the game. It says, game <laughs> over. You finish the game. <laughs> I will never get that because there are no raid exotics that I have and probably will never have, but one day. <laughs> I know how you feel. Well, I also haven't raided. <laughs> hey, let's do really quick. We got to let's run. Um, but yeah, you're on Xbox. But I mean, Anarchy now, at least it's a, twice as likely to get. And that's a fun, quicker raid. So take we spawn with you because we're fed up with him moaning each week that he hasn't got everything weapon yeah no i play pc you guys just so you know that is true yeah take respawn with you then then he can show you how bad he is at getting things to drop at the end of raids dude oh my god i'm so salty (laughs) about it everyone has everyone has a role to play hey like i told you if panoramics can get the sunrise warrior up you can get that to drop dreams come true i sure hope man it's possible All, all things are now possible that's all i want I mean, I, well, I mean, I guess I want all of them, but Thousand Voices is the main one that I want. Yeah. Yeah. So have you guys tried any of the new exotics? I'm running it, almost almost maining it right now in the Warlock. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, if anything, it has a really cool look when you have your supercharged uh, legs light up and glow. They're like on fire. Yeah, those they look awesome. I was in a match with someone the other day in Crucible. What in the world is he wearing? Because it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Those things look beautiful. I, I didn't. I didn't. I knew it was one of the new ones. I didn't remember which. You know what it did, but yeah, looks ten out of ten. Functionality, I assume, also ten out of ten. It's good. It's really good. It's um. It's keeping me on this new solar subclass changes longer than maybe I would be. I mean, I know they're again <laughs> trying to push solar, but uh, yeah, it's really nice when there's like groups of ads. It's good. It's really good in the activities like, um, of course, sundial or whatever, and you can just clear things out and or even in some parts of the raid where you can clear things out if you don't need it as like super for um the uh super dps for a boss or something and then uh you have little mini rifts all over the place like you were talking about and then all your teammates can be buffed so that's pretty cool sin have you tried any out i have not i haven't even really i got monte carlo to drop i haven't used it yet i've tried symmetry um, I've had the, I just had an exotic, uh, Titan piece drop the other day when we were playing EP it, um, it was the one with the melee explosions, but I haven't really had enough time to try it out yet myself. Hmm. So I'm looking forward to trying that one in crucible, especially with like, uh, uh, striker Titan build because, you know, uh, I don't the think the thing I thought of the, the freaking, <sighs> Uh, you always think of. I wonder if it procs with the hammer throw. Does it proc with the hammer throw? Maybe. I mean, the hammer throw that. is a melee, technically, but so I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. That's yeah, I'll have to try. Uh, yeah, I'll have to try. Yeah, because I've gotten the drop too, but I haven't. I, I I have it, but I haven't really put it on yet because I've been running around with Ontario all day. I did try it with doing the the finisher on enemies, and I wasn't impressed with the explosion. But then I was just like finishing one off at a time. Yeah. yeah, I guess yeah, it might be decent gambit too if there's if there's mobs and you can get one to explode and hit the yeah. other ones. I don't know. I've been running around with the oxygen SR three and gambit this week too, and doing some strikes and what? Why? You know, getting, getting getting the headshots because because I needed I needed solar and I needed scout rifle kills to do bun, do uh, banshee's bounties. So I've been playing with that. 
And but, yeah, but, still, e even I'm if it still, matches both of your needs, why? I mean, it's still an underwhelming scout rifle. The the you know enhanced dragon mega neuro or whatever still are, is not you, that great. Are you are you challenging yourself? Is were you intentionally playing at a handicap? I mean, I mean what? I mean, I'm playing strikes. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Strikes are just a, a, a patrol with the boss at the end. I'm just here to farm kills. That's all. But but that symmetry has become a, a Gambit Invader's favorite weapon, especially with that secondary firing, sort of like the an arc version of the Skyburner's Oath, where it sort of tracks you. They've been doing what what folks used it, to do with it the, doesn't sort the hammerhead. Of track you the higher the higher your your whatchamacallits are, the more aggressive the tracking is. I've noticed. Okay, so yeah, I mean, with the tracking, yeah, they've just been, you know, they'll invade, they'll sit back, they'll just sort of launch those bolts towards your toward your team, or if you're the invader, toward yeah. the enemy team, and just sit back and let the kills come to you. It's been, yeah, this it, is it's going to be the new scourge of Gambit Invaders for the moment. This is 100% the truth in scout rifle form, I promise you. Mm-hmm. And speaking of scouts, I've been running Randy's throwing mm -hmm. knife some more, especially in the raid. Because you know now they removed um, anti-barrier um, rounds from auto rifles and SMG, so I'm like, okay, yes. what am I going to use? So everyone's like, try Randy's throwing knife, Randy's. and you know, since that's fully automatic, it's mm -hmm. kind of like a slow-firing auto rifle that has good range, and you can put on the anti-barrier rounds on it. So I highly recommend Randy's throwing knife as a scout option. Yep. Yeah, it's it's so good. That's of all of of all the grindable. Crucible weapon. I mean, granted, granted, I don't have the the hand cannons. We don't talk about, but of all of all the ritual particular weapons at all, that I think has been my favorite. Even over the recluse, I really enjoyed that throwing knife. Yeah, and now that you can now that you can get the anti barrier rounds on there, all you need is what's in the column four, where kills with anti barrier give you grenade and melee energy back. That's what I'm waiting on. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy that I can use my use my my scouts my pulses now with the uh, the anti bear and the unstoppable. Uh, so uh, has anyone been running around with the anyone been running around with a wish ender this week in PVE activities? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I personally haven't. You know what? I, I okay. I've, I've heard some people say it's amazing. Other people are like, no, I'm not getting what other people are seeing. We tried it. Someone had the brilliant idea to try it on. Um, the third encounter in the raid um <laughs> <laughs> it didn't seem to do as well as Izanagi's. uh so i don't know where it works well or where it doesn't yeah yeah i don't know yeah i haven't i haven't really played with it but again i was running around with blue screen and he was we were running running some nightfalls and stuff with it and it's just it seems to be uh, i don't know if it just it procs everyone different enemies so anyway for those who don't know the wish ender it has a perk on it will will it'll do damage when it you know basically enters and leaves the enemy well, currently it's proccing three, four, five, six times as it goes through an enemy. So you're getting, you know, in some cases, just ridiculous bonus damage, which is a bug, and they will fix it at some point. And it only seems to work in PVE activities. But he was running around with it just just pouring. I mean, I was using a, a crooked thing, and he was using that, and we were just doing just absurd damage to things. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if it's if it's you know the the bigger enemies, it, it has more time to pass through them. You know, physically larger enemies, it, if it passes through them more and gets those additional bonus, I don't I don't know. Yeah, what procs and what doesn't, but they don't they don't all proc at once. Like on the ridiculous. same enemy, if you hit in the same spot, you can get three up to five procs. It's not it's not the same every time. It's just like three to five. Okay. Yeah. So more but energy, goodness. since we're on bows. If any of you bow lovers out there, like, you know, yours truly, 
had bothered to grind for the hush when it was available for gambit oh this meta is is hush still meta. is available to get oh is it i wouldn't know yeah, i still have it in my uh quest line i just haven't completed it yet yeah thanks you, you, you need to it's it's so good especially when you get that antibury rounds on there just just it, it, a bow in machine gun form could you ask for anything else no you can't i'm answering machine that for gun you. Machine gun in both form. Machine gun with anti-barrier rounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this is this is definitely in that in, in in that category of putting rounds down range kind of hotness. So it does have me slightly more interested to finish my grind for that. So I you're the second person I've heard that from and who knows? Maybe I'll hop in Gambit. No, maybe I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Can I get the reward by not happening in Gambit? Um, um, you can do, pay someone else to do it for do you. Do you have a child in the house? <laughs> oh yeah, I if you have actually, children, yeah, he, um, his son does game. play. Then yeah. be like, here you go. If you'd like some extra allowance this week, here's what I need you to do. Yeah. Five dollars. <laughs> grind up, my game. Santa, if you don't want me to close the chimney mm-hmm. off from Santa, I need you to do this for me. Well, Ooh, when I come back, you're, you're, you're going to need to finish the bow quest, the hush bow quest. I'm going to need to have at least a thousand extra break dust in this account. <laughs> thousand. Oh man, that doesn't. That's not enough to buy you anything anymore. No. no. Who, who are who are we fooling? Right. No. Was it ever really enough? Let's be honest. Um, before I forget, no one really brought up, but I did want to talk about um, one really cool thing that they added in the game, and I don't know all your thoughts on if we want to get if it's considered spoilery or not. But um, have you all done all the bounty stuff that you need to do so you can do that mission? If you know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're referring to. No, but... not yet. I but, okay. but continue. I, Who cares about spoilers? This is yeah, the I'm sitting at the things. Yeah, I'm sitting at the part where I have to go destroy Vex things on the various planets. So I have not finished the quest line at all. Spoiler. You can't say that. You can't say that. We don't have that over here. <laughs> That's so not fair. Like, like, what is it? Like a trophy? What is it? He has no idea what's going on right now. Just yeah, kidding. I don't. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on, no. I want to come, come, come in. You can just head so the there's, So there's... So there's... So Night, Night Demon? Night Demon? Your mouth? <laughs> so Respawn, there's this thing called television. And this thing called Disney Plus, and they have this show from Star Wars called The Mandalorian. Is. What does that have to do with, with Destiny, completing balance? Um, because you... <laughs> and, uh, you have to... <laughs> Anyways, I can't go too far with this. Because <laughs> I still have a headache, so I'm not going to oh. be able to uh, do so well with this. But um, No, we haven't. I haven't kind of gone through it. Parody hasn't. I think I'm on the stage we're doing the strikes. But I kind of yeah. I've, I've seen some of the YouTubers kind of cliff, and I know roughly what happens. I mean, at we the all end. know what this season is about because they, yeah. they've already said you know Saint Fourteen's involved somewhat. But that I'm not even going to say like exactly what you're doing in the mission. I just want to make the point that people need to get on this because it's kind of funny how they actually added in a full blown story mission, 
And that alone is worth the $10 in my opinion. Like they actually added in a story mission with a new play space, a Mm. brand new play space, not recycled content like strike zones or things like that. And it's kind of funny how you have to do these little quests first before you can even get to it. Uh, You know, usually you would think like the missions are the things that the game pop on you first. And then there's like little quests to get things. So, and it seems like the way they title this mission too, it says something part one, especially with seeing the roadmap, there's more um, St. 14 stuff going on next week. There could be another mission next week. I don't know for sure, but another reason why I recommend everyone get on this a, because it's cool. B, because there might be more and you don't want to get too behind week after week. That's really cool. Yeah. How and... do you, quote unquote, get on this? Right. Well, you have to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's the name of the bounty? Do you, do you have it? I already did it. So I. Um, I it's the one that tells you to do head. the shotgun kills and the Vex kills and all that stuff. Oh, that one. Okay. You have to go. You have to go to Osiris and pick up. Yeah, no, two, I got. Two I got bounties. that now. As soon as you mention the shotgun kills, I know what you're about. There's one it. that you have to activate the obelisk, and then there's the other one as well. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And um, the mission itself, without saying what happens, I think it's one of the better ones I've seen in a long time, and the way they orchestrate the the battle at the end is just very, very well. Like just the way they bring out waves, waves of enemies and the way that they programmed it too, so that you can be a solo player, not even that good and, and still stay safe at times. But Sin and I went in it together and it still wasn't even like super easy with the two of us. It wasn't hard, but it it's hard to explain. Like it wasn't hard, but it wasn't like, you could just like pass it right away either. It actually has some time to it of just doing different waves of enemies. So I thought it was pretty neat. It kind of almost reminds you of when I say waves of enemies, almost like the end of the, um, the, uh, the one to get outbreak, uh, you know, in the tower. Okay. When you're in the bay at the very end, you know, the different waves of enemies, it kind of almost reminds you of that. So nice. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Everyone check out that mission. I'm gonna do it. Do it now, live on the show. I'm gonna do it. Woo! Can, can I? I'm can I recommend? A, I'm gonna recommend a weapon. The um, is it the Black Scorpion SR four four SR? Now you can get that one from the Obelisk on the Tangled Shore, and this is the fast firing um, scout rifle that's very similar to the Randy's throwing knife, but it's an energy weapon. I believe it's Arc this season, and um, or this. Pretty sure it's Arc Energy, No, but I think originally it wasn't Arc. I think I've got one in a different flavor from, uh, from the original Destiny. Yeah, because it was a really good scout rifle then. It was one of those ones that was really fast firing, like the Frostmire's it Hex. It still is. And it is. It, it, now it's you know one of those things that scout rifles have come back up into the meta. But mm-hmm. because you can pick up like a couple of these bounties at a time and, and work at them, you can get the different roles with it easier than you can go to Banshee and turn in the... Um, weapon parts to see if you can get a random rolled version of it to drop and it's a really really good weapon to have because you can get some really good perks on it and some really good barrel rolls i've got one that i currently use which has got range finder on it high impact reserves uh drop mag and small bore and it's, it's just really fast firing and it's really quick at reloading as well so yeah so it's it's a really good weapon to get if you guys haven't got one 
I find it interesting them kind of bringing back some of these. We didn't know about this either, right? Kind of bringing back some more weapons in the world drops, like revamped with the year three. You know, you see these weapons like, oh, I, I remember this, and but it has like the new um, Season of Dawn icon on it. Yeah. Like there's the hand cannon, isn't there? The old fashioned that you can yes, now get. I got, I got one as a random well drop, um, but you can farm for that weapon as well. So, you know, that was another popular weapon. But I like the fact that you can, like the menagerie, you can pick and choose the weapons that you want to kind of farm for and just keep going and going and going until you get the role that you really want or a role that's been recommended to you, you know. What I did find interesting with the update 2.7.0 was that now with your finishers that you can equip them as like favorites. So you can have a line of favorites or you can just have one as your favorite. Or if you don't have any finishers marked as your favorite, it just defaults to the class finisher. So that's interesting. And the other thing was the divinity. They originally were stacking with a weakening effect. So you could do something else that would give you like the damage and then the mm. divinity and it would give you an extra buff but at the moment it's well they've changed it now that the cage will appear but you know the pushing weak spot will just not be there for unless it's the only thing that is there so it won't stack anymore oh interesting yeah they, they changed little things like that that they haven't kind of mentioned i mean the linear fusion rifle's got another 20 percent in precision damage so that's a a sneak one again so yeah yeah well, you know which again now seeing what the you know now seeing what our ritual weapons are makes sense the mm. sidearm the shotgun and the linear future yeah. rifle i thought the sidearms increased target acquisition across the board yeah but, um, yeah i mean i've heard that that i can't remember the the sidearm from vanguard is supposed to be just just an absolute monster like i, I was running around just with the i had a lonesome from a uh, gambit that was running around, you know, that I used to get the kills with, and it was it was yeah, hit, hitting harder than I thought it would. It had overflow and I think overflow and rampage, or I don't know, overflow and something on it. You can tell my so, my great love for overflow those, guns. And some of those um, bugs and cheeses that you could do while jumping on a grenade launcher projectile, yeah, that's now been fixed. You can't jump on the projectile anymore. Yeah, I saw that. I said, yeah, you can no longer you can no longer wall wall jump your way up using the grenades. Mm. So with the, with our launch of Season of Dawn, we have a couple of known issues because computers are hard and games are hard to make. So we have a couple of known issues this week that Bungie are aware of and looking into. Some PC settings will reset when players close and reopen the Destiny 2 client. Settings which have been confirmed to be impacted, including window mode, resolution, V-Sync, frame rate cap, anti-aliasing mode, and key binding for forward movement. That's awkward if you can't walk forward anymore. <laughs> The resident stems are not providing override frequencies when consumed. That's irritating. Glad I haven't tried to do that. Do that this week. Some forsaken activities cannot be accessed, resulting in a honeydew error when launched. As we previously discussed, the Dynamo mods have been temporarily disabled to mitigate an issue where they recharge super in super energy abnormally quickly. And for all you Titans out there, the Sunbreaker Titan bundle has been temporarily removed from Eververse since it was not being discounted properly for players who owned some pieces of it. Players who accept or complete the quest from Osiris will need to back out of the menu entirely and interact with him again to continue picking up other quests. This must be repeated for every quest picked up. Now, I know I ran into this this week, and I think you did too, Night Demon, where you talked to him, he would give you a quest, you 
leave, you come back to them, there'd be another quest. So I think we had to pick up three quests in a row to start with. So if you're missing a quest line from Osiris, go back and talk to him a couple times. Is this where it keeps flashing on your screen like new quests available? Because I think that's where I was... I kept thinking, I'm looking on the director, there's nothing showing up for me. Where do I go? And I was like... I'm going to go back to him because maybe that's what I need to do. And yeah, it was. It was like, go to him, pick up a new quest. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I believe so. Because again, you know, when I first got in there, picked up the quest and he, you know, he opened the door to get into where he is, but then he wouldn't open the door to let me go back out. So I think <laughs> at that point I talked to him going, okay, is there something I've missed? Did I not see anything? And then, yeah, all of a sudden there was another quest there. It's like, okay. So then I, you know, did it a couple more times going, okay, sort of the old RPG adage of talk to the the NPC three times and maybe they'll give you the next thing you're looking for and sure enough he had two more quests for me to actually progress the quest line <laughs> I could definitely see people getting stuck there going I've talked to him and nothing, you know, nothing happened the season of dawn seal for savior title incorrectly lists the requirement of 28 triumphs to complete the seal will unlock after completing the 15 triumphs listed in the seal contents the season 9 challenges triumph does not progress when the weekly challenge is completed the season nine rituals triumph does not progress when weekly gambit bounties or infamy ranks are earned. The season nine engagement triumph does not progress when modes are banked. So maybe take a minute and you know don't play gambit if you're trying to get those things done, or just <laughs> run around with your Lord of Wolves uh, catalyst to get your shotgun kills. And as always, all players are always encouraged to follow Bungie Help on Twitter or check out the help.bungie.net support feed because there are issues and they have been very responsive and very quick to get on them which we absolutely as a player base appreciate and some that we don't appreciate yes <laughs> we appreciate the speed not necessarily the bugs some yeah. bugs some bugs we like yes so we've got some additional news and information coming from bungie starts off this week current eververse items being offered for silver only this season are finishes clock cleaner fists of fury Flash Kick, Sure Shot, Nail on the Head, and On Guard. Emotes are Gunslinger's Anticipation, Sunbreaker's Anticipation, and guess what? Dawnblade's Anticipation, Night Stalker's Respire, Sentinel's Respite. Oh, is it Respite? Respite, yeah. And Voidwalker's Respite. Cosmo, all gear does have the chance to roll with high stats. There is a rare chance that you could get some 60-plus stat armor from Titan. Don't know why Titan, but Titan. Go to Titan, grind out some armor. Raid and Iron Banner gear are weighted towards giving out higher stats, but does have a chance to give low stats, as I think a lot of people have said recently. They will pass along the feedback that the raid's limited amount of drops per week, and it feels bad to get poor rolls on. Uh, they'll also let the team know that the higher stat rolls on non-pinnacle activities seem too rare alongside with the feedback that giving each set some weight so that they can be farmed for specific stats would be better. There's no conspiracy. They would just like to you know, underline this, that Bungie are not lying about Xur's collection roles to keep players from getting an extra stat roll. It's not something that they, they would take a few minutes to fix. They'll let you know when they have a fix coming. They are sorry for any mixed messages both times that they've tried to convey that this is being fixed. Uh, they know about the issue without promising a timeline on the fix until they know that they can deliver it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. a fix they can make, but it's not a trivial thing. It's going to take ex you know a significant amount of time. And would you rather them do that or something else? Mm, yeah. List of warlock class related bugs has been forwarded to the team. 
Sorry, Warlocks. Issues where you can instantly get your super with a couple of class abilities is being investigated. And as we've said, Mm. has been kind of locked down. Issues with the override frequencies are being looked at. So hold off on using them for now. They're investigating loot issues with escalation protocol. So if you've acquired any armor in year one, it's not dropping at the moment for you if you're trying to farm that. So respawn. Don't farm it yet. <laughs> you know, I had that question because I ran exactly, I think, one or two escalation protocols to seven this week, just on Mars trying to farm other activities. And yeah, I got nothing, nothing out of the chest at all. And I thought maybe it just went to my postmaster and I didn't miss it. No, Good to know. It's, it's an actual bug. It's a bug. Uh, the community team wasn't aware that the gunsmith bounties change would affect holdover bounties or they would have communicated out. They'll try to warn you when these things will reset when the season changes but hoarding bounties is not guaranteed so i ran into this where i was hoarding a lot of bounties from last season and i did the weekly gunsmith bounties for the bright dust and you got a lot of xp for it they were all removed from each of one of my characters so i was really really angry about that oh no yeah because i did the same i i ran around with you that morning and we did what camp gambit and crucible and so i had those i don't remember if i had the gunsmith ones or not but Oh no! Yeah, so they were all taken, which was. I mean, they've always said don't hang on to any bounties because they can't guarantee whether they'll be taking them away, and it's always a gamble if you do hang on to them or you've you've completed the right ones. So apparently, they're going to try and communicate that a bit, you know, more clearer next season or towards yeah. the end of next season. Yeah, it'd be nice even if they took them away. At least they, you know, cash them in. You know, at least give me the break dust and think, you know, the XP for what I've done, even if you take yeah. them from me. But yeah. Um, oh, well. they checked they checked on reports on lost destiny one accounts the affected destiny one accounts are not lost they are investigating why the accounts are currently not available for some players who are seeing tapia errors we've gone over that a couple of the bugs uh the eververse icon flashing is a bug you don't Good. have to keep going there because <laughs> i I'm like, well, what do you want? I keep going there going, what do you have for me? Nothing, nothing at all. Okay. I th- I thought it was something to do with the season pass. I thought I'm, I'm not picking up season passing. I'm just going to ignore you. Stop flashing at me. Right. Uh, good to know. On void battery, there is an additional trade-off where void battery will increase the cooldown of your class ability. The increase varies by class with hunters being the highest increase. And they'll pass along feedback to, on increasing bright dust amounts for weeklies and dailies. And then Robbie... So it goes ahead and says, before your first sundial, you have to run a quest which will teach you how to link the obelisk to the sundial. The quest starts as a milestone and will be automatically granted to you when you log in today. You have to do the quest to gain access to the six-player activity. So don't sweat it too much since your first obelisk will already be linked up. Just don't reset the link before your first run. Okay. DMG has responded to a bug with the Symmetry Exotic Scout Rifle, where it is experiencing issues, especially on console. He says he will make sure that there's the bug. The, he'll make sure that the bug is logged and investigated, and more details are required. So if you are uh, being bugged out with this, and apparently it's something to do with the rate of fire or the fire animation, and it's only affecting some players. So if you are being affected by this, get in touch with them. Wishender. Now, this is a kind of a tip at the moment, but the Wishender exotic bow is currently available to do three times or four times damage due to the Broadhead perk. 
DMG has confirmed that the team are aware of the issue, which is an unintentional bug which was shipped with the update 2.7.0, and this is more likely to be fixed in the future patch. I appreciate the, it's more than likely to be fixed. Is yeah. it likely? Yeah, a little more than likely. Not guaranteed, but it's, it's more we'll than likely. We'll see what they do with this. <laughs> if it's not that game-breaking, we'll yeah. leave it. Or we'll just slightly tone it down. Right, especially because it doesn't work in PvP, so it's not... It's Yeah, it, no one's going into comp with this thing. Very yeah, true. It's interesting. I do like at the beginning of each season, there's always like bugs that kind of come out. And Bungie have been really quick this season anyway, in the last week. They've seen something and they've gone, right, that's it. We're going to shut that down. We've seen that. We're going to shut that down. There was the one with putting dynamo. So you could put du- double, dynamo double dynamo on your yeah. class item. And if you're a hunter, you could dodge near an enemy and get literally half of your energy for a super very, very quickly. Or if you're a warlock, freaking eight tenths of your super back. Oh, yeah. You could just have infinite wells, couldn't you? And yeah. they, they kind of shut that down within the first day. Then there was there's a there was a glitch with the banshee 44 daily no it was weekly bounties that you could get for the different planets now it rewards i think it was 200 bright dust each time that you completed it so you'd be able to complete it one day and then wait for the reset and pick up another one that would then just change the location to another moon or planet and complete yeah. that they've shut that down now so you, you oh, can't your bright dust. i know i'm sorry oh that's, i didn't know that that was a bug i was like wow that's really cool to do I know I didn't until I saw a, a tweet that came out. I was like, "Oh, okay, that's that's something." But yeah, they, uh, there's been a lot of things in the last week that where I've seen a lot of videos pop up and then go, "Oh no, don't worry, it's patched." It's like, "Oh," so. <laughs> but yeah, that, that that that's the that's the fun part of the beginning of part of the season. But it it was really good of those guys that held on to the um, yeet glitch, wasn't there? That they held on to it for such a long yeah. time. Yeah. And the ribbon, the ribbon freaking cheese that is still existent to this day from what day one or something like that. Yeah, I wonder if they'll ever um, revamp. I hope they can do something with. um, I've mentioned this before, but we don't know what's coming up in the next seasons and we could get no more raids, but I hope we get at least one more small raid or they revamp all the old raids. Like a raid dungeon kind of thing. Yeah, another yeah, like another like you know, Eater Worlds or um, uh, Crown of Sorrow. But even if we can't get another small raid in year three, I hope that then they at least spend some time revamping all the old raids, bringing the the loot table up so we get powerful rewards with all those. Maybe fix those little bugs, glitches, and who knows? You know, kind of like what they've done that in Destiny One. You know, they made like a a revamped version of the raids. So yeah, to kind of close think it, it out, it, you know. It's nice that they've updated the armor so that you can it's you can roll higher stat rolls on it. But like you were saying, it'd be nice if they provided you with weapons with different rolls on it from like Leviathan. That would be interesting. Yeah, and that's like when they finally fixed the um, in Crota. You know, they finally fixed the bridge cheese, and at the end of Destiny One, and they didn't they add something kind of new. You know, they had some new challenges and some new uh, aspects of when you were going up the stairs of doing, finishing the raid. So nothing big. It's not like they need to put a lot of development, but even just a small change into these old raids to uh, kind of make them fresh again, that, w- that would keep it interesting. Although I'll tell you, just having a raid banner in Leviathan is quite interesting and fun, <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
there, there is one more tip that I want to kind of add before we kind of all disappear. Yeah. There's currently a bug within, uh, it's an infusion fuel bug with the Sundar. I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this. So I think Cheese Forever's made a video on it and a couple of other people by now. So after you finish a, a run and claim your weapon with the Sundar, if you stay in the weapon menu that you can select those two weapons. So I was going to be two weapons in there? Yeah, I've seen that. You can, you can either select your... I think it's at the moment, if you've got the obelisk for the shangled tangled shore, it's the auto rifle or the sidearm. If you open your character menu while you're still in that weapon menu of selection, as long as you picked one of those, you inspect a weapon in the same slot that you've got the reward in um, that you want to infuse. You'll see that there are two versions of the weapon that you just got. One will show perks and one will not show perks. And you can actually infuse the one without perks and you don't lose the weapon that you've just picked up that has the perks. But Bungie are aware of it, so it's something that will probably be patched in the next week or so. It's yeah. it's like a ghost version of, of that weapon that you pick up. It's really weird. Hmm. Yeah, I, I noticed that the very first time I got it, and I was like, where the hell are these extra weapons at? Because my inventory was full. I'm like, where the hell are they, all, are they all at? And all of my primaries in that one moment all got up to 960. <laughs> Because of that ghost glitch, I was like, "That's that's awesome." You can only do it once per run, but yeah, it's it's. <laughs> yeah, but I had I had three bounty. I had the two gun bounties plus the reward from that sundial, so I had three extra guns in my inventory. Okay. Well, everyone, it's been great having you on. We we better start wrapping up so our lovely listeners don't uh, start. Uh, fading Drifting off, off. yeah <laughs> but, <laughs> and so i don't uh my headache's gone but gotten a little bit better but i still need to uh probably uh take a little rest today drink more i hear life. that helps you know yeah right. drink some more oh pro tip when it comes to drinking and hangovers as you get older i heard that taking on a leave the night before helps significantly uh, i don't even know if this is a hangover i didn't drink that much last night i think it's a hangover you're dehydrated <laughs> yeah. as much as it, as weird as it sounds while i was in the marine corps we found the best way to cure a hangover is eating greasy food the next morning so we'd all go out for grits and eggs and feel better that and mcdonald's dub nugs I do need some food so i will get right on that but speaking of food if we have time really quick you know i started this as a little tradition a little bit later on but i would like to ask you three a question we ask all our guests Ooh. is your favorite dessert and you can run with that however you want um you can be creative with it but uh we'll start with parody what, what would you say good sir uh there is nothing better than a good pecan pie yum now that's it that's how, all do you, you need. how do you how do you like that just just as is right you don't like you have I mean, really, ice cream or anything or really i mean anything you do to the pecan pie only makes it better but yeah grab us grab some ice cream put a nice little vanilla ice cream scoop on top of it but really if you get like a nice you know just a nice pecan pie with a nice thick caramel underneath nice crunchy pecans nice crispy shell and a crust crust shell whatever that's all you need it doesn't matter how you eat it it's it's perfect every time you guys get some really nice desserts over there yeah that is a good one. That is a good one. Night Demon, what what would you say? I can't normally choose between anything, but I'm going to go with what I'm currently um, craving, which is bread pudding. And I work in a bakery, so what we do at the moment is we use yesterday's bread and 
put it all in a kind of mash it all up and put some herbs and spices in it and make like a, a bread pudding for for the customers and i'm constantly keep buying it so that's that's the flavor of the month this month that is good i've had different variations is it is it typical to kind of uh you know herbs and spices but still kind of on the sweeter side right Obviously. yeah yeah yeah, I mean, I was really surprised we put something like mace in it, you know, like um, like for like a pepper spray kind of thing. But mace as a spice actually goes into this thing, so it's it's very weird. Um, the different spices that you put in it, but yeah, it's, you, you sprinkle sugar on the top, stick it in the oven, bake it off. But it's it's light, it's really nice cold as well. So I like kind of having slices of it cold, or you know, with with some custard. And I like the bread puddings that have like a strong rum flavor. Sometimes people add like rum to it. See, this is where you're getting the hangover from. <laughs> <laughs> Rum bread pudding. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Uh, Respawn, what would you what would you say for you? Grits. Uh, no, that's not a dessert. <laughs> I think it has to be a tie between pudding pie and carrot cake. So, well, we what, love what, you. What sort of pudding pie? Chocolate pudding pie. Cause, cause when you said the uh, when you said the pecan pie, I remembered my grandparents' house every Christmas. We had pecan pie and chocolate pudding pie, and it just brought all the feelings of goodness, you know, the the one or two that I have. Uh, so, chocolate pudding pie or carrot cake has got to be got to be up there for me. Mm. We've had a few carrot cakes now, and that's definitely definitely becoming a crowd favorite. So, mm-hmm. it's the yum. Yum, yum. In our Discord, someone posted a recipe for a carrot pudding or something like that. What? Carrot cake pudding. Mm. Yeah. How long ago was that? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send you the link. Or I'll send Shut you up. It, yeah. <laughs> I need to know, man. <laughs> it's, it basically looks like basically like raw carrot cake batter or something, but it's made to be like a pudding, you know. Ooh, that, so. sounds, that sounds really good. Yeah, super good. So, what about you, Kingsley? Or, or do any desserts sound good at the moment? Well, yeah, I know, right? Uh, I could always go for some carrot cake, so I agree with that, and uh, or, or some um, rum infused <laughs> bread pudding. <laughs> 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 no. I don't know. I like I like them all. That's kind of like why I like to ask. But carrot cake is the top of my list. If if you were to ask me, or pineapple upside down cake. I like that a lot too. Pineapple mm, upside nice. down cake. Ooh, pineapple. I love me some pineapple. Mm. That's good, good stuff. All right, we got to stop. Yeah, we, we do need to stop <laughs> for multiple reasons. So, <laughs> so, so you're saying I shouldn't tell you that my wife has just bought a book just called Pie that is probably about two inches thick. It is nothing but pie recipes that she has been slowly working her way through. Luna, we need also, to buy um, a pie recipe book. The- <laughs> She's- the good, and now we have our respawn moment of the show. Also, oh, I, I, I completely forgot Tar Heel Pie, which I didn't know was a thing. Those North Carolinians have been have oh, been yeah. hiding it from from the rest of us. Yes. It's basically a brownie you put into a pie crust. It's okay. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You'll have to send me a copy I, of that. I see why they call it that the, the name now? Because tar, you know, dark colored. Yeah. Well, it's called tar because tar heels. It's it's the it's like. Oh. Tar Heels is a big thing in North Carolina. I know that because I was stationed at Camp Lejeune for many, many years. So that's why it's called Tar Pies because of the Tar Heels, which is like the state team mascot oh, okay. thing. I don't know things. Yeah. yeah. Now you know. Yeah. And knowing is yeah, half the battle. 
Yeah, but just take a nice, big, thick, like, you know, chocolate brownie, stick it on a pie crust, and uh, yeah, then you have a Tar Heel pie. Ooh, it's pie great. Enough. Sounds good. Well, everyone, we hope you have enjoyed listening to this crazy combination episode of The Guardian Hub and Two Titans and a Hunter. Um, otherwise known as three titans a hunter and a warlock <laughs> otherwise but... known as a train wreck <laughs> no we, we've had fun we've... I, I was the only train wreck because i was feeling under the weather this morning <laughs> but uh as we close out let's um for people that aren't aware of the show if uh whoever wants to um give your shout outs or at least uh we, we can go with everyone or we can just you know or at least someone tell the show parody's in charge of that yeah Parody, close it out. <laughs> Tell all the deets of how people can find you guys. All righty. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, your titans have been Sin Media, Parody, and Night Demon. Your hunter is no one responds in real life. And our warlock, we found one. We found a real live warlock. Has Only been Kingsley Mac. <laughs> you, can, you can email our show at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Find us on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, you can join your favorite guardian on Xbox Live or PC or PlayStation. I hear that's a thing that some people play on. You can watch our show on YouTube, find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are sold. You can go hang out with the Guardian Hub at their Discord. You can find them through the theguardianhub.com. And I'll let Kingsley tell you where to find them out in the great world of the Internet. Yeah, I mean, you did an excellent job. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. We don't, we don't need any more uh, self-promotion. <laughs> Guardianhub.com is great. <laughs> so... You can find us all the places. It's so good. Yeah, but I like I like listening to where Sin comes from the club. He hasn't done it for a couple. Oh, Sin, Sin, are you still with us? And you can find all of us in the club. About to eat. Take us home. (laughs) Well, thanks everyone. Uh, Yes, uh, those are all the details we're finding us. But we we really we really want to thank everyone for coming on. And uh, as uh, we close out this week, everyone, please give the listeners a lovely goodbye goodbye <laughs> bye everybody see ya <laughs>